and welcome to this initial episode of the H is for Human, the podcast that centers on the human in HIV. Each episode of the H is for Human will bring you content on the human side of health, research, well-being, and community. The H is for Human is sponsored by the Legacy Project of the Office of HIV-AIDS Network Coordination, ANC. I am Pedro, co-hosting this initial episode with my colleagues Jeff, Russell, and Brian. Let's start with a brief round of introductions. Jeff, do you want to start? I'm Jeff Shouten. I have been director of the Hank Project since uh, 2008. Russell? Russell Campbell, and I am the deputy director of Hank, and I've been with the Hutch since 2008 as well. Brian? I'm Brian Minalga. I'm a project manager for the Hank Legacy Project since 2016. And I'm Pedro Goicochea, also a project manager for the Legacy Project, and I joined Hank in December of 2020. So the Issues for Human is sponsored by the Legacy Project of the Office of HIV AIDS Network Coordination that is hosted at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. So probably you can start by understanding how all these entities interrelate with each other. This is Jeff again. Frank is the Office of HIV AIDS Network Coordination, founded in 2004. At the time that DAIDS reoriented the structure of the networks, DAIDS thought it was more efficient to conduct research across the research portfolio of prevention and therapeutics in HIV clinical research. So because of that, there was a need to standardize and coordinate activities across the networks and sites, different training requirements, different laboratory processing techniques, and a more global perspective on community engagement. So that was the uh, genesis of Hank, and we've been doing that work since 2004. Areas of coordination include data management, laboratory training, et cetera, but a major part of that is, is the community coordination activities. And maybe Russell can talk a little bit about where legacy fits in with community coordination activities. Thank you, Jeff. Legacy is primarily focused on helping to address the issues that impact participation of those communities that are uh, underrepresented in HIV clinical research. Most of us are aware that there have been abuses that have occurred in research that do make it challenging for those communities to often trust researchers and understand what it means to participate in research. And it's really important to make certain that those communities are engaged. And the focus is really to address those issues, to engage with those communities and researchers to help overcome some of those barriers and issues related to participation. And so the focus of Legacy is part of the Legacy Project Working Group, the Women's HIV Research Collaborative. Brian, if you want to share a bit more about WHRC, Be the Generation, the American Indian Alaska Native Working Group, and Latinx Caucus. Sure, I'd be happy to. We're dealing with this issue of underrepresentation. There are all these different populations that historically have been underrepresented, not only in HIV research, but really in all clinical research. And our goal here is to address this issue of underrepresentation of groups such as cisgender women, transgender people, communities of color, black indigenous people of color, people who inject drugs. So we're really looking at all these different communities who historically have been underrepresented 
and trying to enhance their representation and research. And the really the big picture question that we're dealing with here is how do our interventions that we're studying ultimately benefit the people who need them the most? So when we look at the HIV epidemic, we know that people continue to need prevention modalities. We know that we need a vaccine, we need a cure for HIV. We still need to reach people living with HIV who have not been able to access interventions that work to keep them healthy. So our working groups are really focused on addressing this issue of underrepresentation. For example, we have the Women's HIV Research Collaborative, which is a group of staff as well as community stakeholders representing our five clinical trials networks that we work with. And uh, when I say staff and community stakeholders, these are our scientists, these are community members, these are folks who have a vested interest in women's representation in HIV clinical research, as we know that women are severely underrepresented in much HIV research. And of course, we also define women as cisgender, transgender, and all people who identify as women. So there's crossover with another working group called the Division of AIDS Cross-Network Transgender Working Group. This is a group that's not facilitated by Hank, but the Legacy Project works very closely with the Division of AIDS um, that coordinates that group and is focused on the representation of transgender populations in research. We also have the Be the Generation Project, which is focused on the representation of all underrepresented populations in HIV biomedical prevention research, specifically of our three prevention networks focused on prevention, microbicides, and vaccines. So those are a few examples of the different working groups that we have and how we're trying to address issues of underrepresentation, both in terms of awareness and education on the part of communities that are underrepresented but also on the part of researchers, because we recognize that many of our systems and processes are actually designed to exclude some of these populations or otherwise not think intentionally about their inclusion. So we do this from both sides. Wanted to note, we have one other working group, the New Investigators Working Group. The New Investigators Working Group focuses on supporting the cross-network collaboration, the various network scholars programs while looking to do what we can to help engage those uh, investigators that are part of those underrepresented populations. Thank you for adding that, Russell. It's interesting that we started talking about dates, division of AIDS and the research networks, but what are these exactly? The Division of AIDS is a division within the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease, which is one of the major institutes of 27 institutes that comprise the National Institutes of Health. So that's where we fit in the hierarchy there. Legacy was born out of the Vaccine Trials Network, and because of the success of building relationships of trust with underrepresented populations within the network, AIDS asked us to take on that approach and broaden it across all five networks we work with. The AIDS Clinical Trials Group, which does adult therapeutics research, there's the Pediatric Maternal Adolescence Network, and then the three prevention networks that Brian mentioned, the Prevention Network, the Vaccine Trials Network, and the Microbicide Trials Network. Those are the five networks that work within the structure and are funded by the Division of AIDS. We compete every seven years, so we are now in the first of this seven-year cycle as all the networks we competed last year. 
How come is Hank based at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center? In 2004, when the idea of putting Hank together, it was decided that it, it needed a home to be associated with one of the networks because of the funding mechanism. So the Vaccine Trials Network agreed to host Hank, although we work for all five of the networks. So we're co-located at the Hutch because we have to be affiliated with one of the networks. That's how we ended up here in Seattle at the Fred Hutchison Cancer Research Center. One thing I wanted to say is just kind of back to the big picture about who Hank is. Jeff mentioned the five research networks. For those Godfather lovers, I kind of like to think of them as the five families and Hank as the Tom Hagen, the consiglieri that provides uh, guidance and advice to the five networks on really how to focus on a lot of these issues, but of course, bringing it back to community. Thank you, Legacy Project team. Now let's learn about the Legacy Project working groups. As Russell mentioned earlier, there are five working groups that comprise the Legacy Project. The Legacy Project Working Group, the Women's HIV Research Collaborative, New Investigators Working Group, the Latinx Caucus, and the American Indian Alaska Native Working Group. Let's hear from Jorge Benitez, co-chair of the Legacy Project Working Group. Hello, Jorge. Why don't you start by sharing something about yourself? I actually have a little joke that I always <laughs> tell people to introduce myself, but I usually say it in Spanish. Uh, so I usually describe myself as being un ecuariqueño que nació en la jungla, en la jungla de, de concreto. And that basically translates to that I'm half Ecuadorian, half um, Puerto Rican, and I was born in the concrete jungle. It was East New York. My mom is of Ecuadorian descent. My dad is uh, from Puerto Rico. And how? Did you get involved with the Legacy Project? The Legacy Project was brought to my attention by a man with a great vision. His name is uh, Stephen Wakefield. His vision was um, to increase the amount of African-American Blacks and Latinx individuals into HIV clinical research because there was a huge disparity between the numbers of people from the white community as compared to the black and Latinx community that were participating in, in HIV clinical studies. And obviously we know that HIV has been affecting the black and Latinx community for the most part. This was about 11 years ago and I've been a part of Legacy since then. I, I would say the, the journey has been fantastic. It, little by little, I see that the work that has been done within Legacy Project has been helping to push forward the HIV clinical trial agenda. And I see that there are more and more Blacks and Latinx individuals that are joining um, these very important clinical trials. However, there's still a lot of work to be done. Do you have any final message for our audience? I would say first and foremost, thank you for you know taking the time out and listening to this. I would like to say that there are smart and capable people that are working towards helping to curb the HIV um, epidemic, many of which are part of the Legacy Project working groups as scientists and advisors on how to get it done. And if you ever want to connect yourself onto work that we're doing, just please feel free to reach out to the group. Thank you so much, Jorge. And on behalf of the Women's HIV Research Collaborative, I have the pleasure of introducing Moreni K. Gigu. Hello, Moreni K. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks, Pedro. 
why don't we tell the audience a little bit about yourself? I am a community advocate. I'm very passionate about social science and community engagement. I've been involved in this work in terms of HIV-related matters for a little bit over a decade with several of the HIV clinical trials network. So worked with a number of the, the different groups and happy to be involved with Hank, the HIV AIDS Network Coordinating Center in terms of working on a couple of projects, namely community partners and the Women's HIV Research Collaborative. The WHRC, our goal is to provide leadership with regard to HIV research related to women and femmes who are underrepresented and most impacted. So we're really trying to find a way to promoting research to you know, curb some of the disparities and talk about issues that are important to women um, and girls and trans. The goal is to innovate the research that occurs for women, make sure that we recruit new members who are from historically underrepresented groups, that we are sharing resources widely with one another and with other you know, partners, and that we are you know, creating fact sheets to keep people abreast of new changes and advancements in research. Do you have a, a, a final message for our audience? I'd like to encourage people who are listening to really share feedback, share thoughts, share ideas, share potential guest speakers, and be active, be engaged, because I think that this could really be something awesome. I just encourage you all to please don't be shy. We need your feedback to make this something that you can find enjoying and that you can feel proud to pass on to other people in your community. Thank you so much. And joining us now is Alicia Marash Bass, that has been serving at the New Investigators Working Group for a couple of years now. I would like you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Alicia Maraj Bass, and I am a social behavioral scientist. I focus on HIV prevention, and I am a scientist at FHI 360, which is a huge global nonprofit. And I'm also a faculty member at the Duke Global Health Institute and also at the George Washington Milken Institute of Public Health. Can you tell us what the new investigator working group is? Absolutely. So in a nutshell, the point of the new investigators work group is to really hold space to support underrepresented minority researchers as they carve out their careers in these clinical trials groups. So I mentioned HIV Prevention Trials Network, right? Well, there's the AIDS Clinical Trials Group, the HIV Vaccine Trials Network, the Microbicide Trials Network. There, there's a few different networks. And all of those networks appreciate and respect the importance of supporting underrepresented minorities as they become scientists. And so the New Investigators Work Group is geared towards new investigators. And by that, we're defining it as early stage investigators. And so new investigators need support. And if they happen to be junior faculty and young, scientists like myself, there isn't a lot of space that's specifically designated for that kind of support. And that's what this group is really about. Do you have any final message for our audience? I am excited about this podcast. I would love to stay involved however you all see fit. And I also want to give a shout out to the original coordinator of the New Investigators Work Group, Mr. Lewis Shackelford, because he's actually the reason I'm part of the New Investigators Work Group. And way back when, we actually put together through the Legacy Project 
a lecture with myself, Hyman Scott, and Steve Shop about mentorship and lessons learned and how to make the most of mentorship. So maybe we could resurrect that in the podcast series as a great experience. And I think it just really speaks to the power of the new investigators work group and the legacy project. Thank you, Alicia. Moises Agosto is a member of the Latinx Caucus. Hola, Moises. How are you today? Hola, Pedro. I'm good. I'm well. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your relationship with the Legacy Project? Sure. I, I am the Director of Treatment for EMAC, which uh, it's uh, Natural Minority AIDS Council. And in that capacity, that's how my work started with the Legacy Project, specifically on HIV and research to make sure that people of color get access to research. So I wanted to make sure that the Legacy Project had also impact to educate and promote HIV research. What is the Latinx Caucus and how was it formed? The Latinx Caucus within Legacy, um, it's, it's, a, it's, uh, it's a group that is formed for those Latinos that belong to the at-large Legacy Project Working Group. The purpose of this caucus was to make sure that there was a safe space to talk about the particularities of the Latino community in relation to HIV research, access to care, and also understanding the science behind HIV treatment. So the purpose was for us to make sure that we could educate the community, educate the research establishment about the community, and we could serve as bridges to facilitate that more Latinos have access to clinical research and also for the researchers to have access to experts Latinos to be part of the uh, research institutions. Do you have a final message for our listeners? Stay tuned. I think that the topics that you're planning to present to the community are very relevant and the expertise that you're going to bring to the podcast would be of a lot of benefit to a lot of the potential audience for the podcast. And as well, I'm sure that the Legacy Project wants to hear from the community in terms of what are the needs and the most important issues to address in terms of research. Thank you, Moises. Our next interviewee is Tyler Adamson, who will be telling us about the American Indian Alaska Native Working Group. Hello, Tyler, how are you today? Can you tell us something about yourself? My name is Tyler Adamson, and I'll do HIV AIDS work for the Department of Defense. I got involved with the Legacy Project, I guess it's been a couple of years now. I was doing a lot of stuff with urban indigenous communities around public health and went to a few events and met Russell Campbell and then got to know Harlan Pruden and got more connected. And Russell asked me to join and get involved and do help support the great work the Legacy Project is doing. And what does the American Indian Alaska Native uh, Working Group do? The American Indian Alaska Native, the Native Working Group specifically is part of the broader mission of the Legacy Project to diversify clinical trials and to have better representation of communities who are more adversely impacted by HIV, but more broadly to help disparities exist in Black communities, Latino communities, American Indian Alaska Native communities. The idea is really to bring more awareness and attention to the issues and the, the barriers that uh, American Indian and Alaska Native and Indigenous communities face in terms of access 
to information, history of mistreatment and exploitation and horrendous events perpetrated against American and Alaska Native communities in the name of research. And so really, as I said, bringing awareness, having educational resources, trying to reshape the way that we approach these groups and work with and alongside these groups and getting them involved in clinical trials and research, but also bringing representation to these different areas. Oftentimes we see researchers who don't reflect the communities that they are aiming to serve or are not necessarily well-versed in the culture, the history, and the richness of many of the communities that we serve. So it's a really big, ambitious addressing all these areas, but it goes back to ensuring that these different communities have a, a seat at the table in these conversations and are represented appropriately. Do you have a final message for our audience? Learn more about the communities you're a part of and the communities that surround you, reaching out and checking in with them. Who are they learning about their history and their culture? And even volunteering with them, supporting whatever you can do to get connected and get involved. Thank you. And this is how we finalize the initial episode of The Age is for Human, the podcast that centers on the human in HIV. Please leave your comments below, and we are looking forward to reading them. And please let us know what other topics you would like us to cover on future episodes of The Age is for Human. Do not forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues, friends, and family. Stay tuned for our next episode of The Age is for Human, the podcast that centers on the human in HIV. And until next time.